Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, Jill Jardine, Masters in Counseling Psychology, Professional Astrologer, Psychic Healer, and Yogi. In this episode, we're going to talk about healing gems and crystals. My special guest is Kathy Burke, crystal specialist, holistic healer, and intuitive. You'll want to find out how to lay a crystal grid, so stay tuned. Welcome to the episode on crystals and gems. Did you know that you can be wearing or carrying gemstones or crystals that will help you with prosperity and manifestation? Before I introduce my guest, Kathy Burke, crystal specialist, I'll share 10 crystals or gems that vibrate with abundance and manifestation energies. The first crystal that will help you with abundance and manifestation is citrine. Citrine attracts prosperity in all aspects of life, including health, wealth, and happiness. Citrine is a magnetic attractor gem. Citrine activates the golden ray of the sun and Jupiter. The sun in astrology brings us health and activates the energetic heart center to bring more joy, happiness, charisma, and magnetism. Wearing a gem that is a Vedic remedy of the sun will also bring in the healing of Haranya Garbaya in Sanskrit, a name for the sun, which means golden healing one. Citrine is also a gem connected to the planet Jupiter, which brings in more abundance, prosperity, success, and creativity. Speaking of yellow gems... Yellow sapphire is a gem that is worn as a Vedic remedy for the planet Jupiter and to receive its blessings of abundance, prosperity, and success in life. However, it is only worn as a remedial gem if it is indicated in your Vedic natal chart that it is a positive gem for you to wear. Please consult your Vedic astrologer to find out if this is a gem for you to use as a remedy. JillJardineAstrology.com Green gems are known for their energetic attraction for money and luck. Emerald is used as a Vedic remedy gem for the planet Mercury. Emerald is a valued green gem to attract money. Emerald gemstone really resonates with money and cash and hence is known as an abundance gem. Green jade is also known as a magnet for money and luck, especially by the Chinese who have been using green jade for centuries to ensure auspiciousness. It is also good remedially for the planet Mercury, as is green adventuring, which will attract opportunities, good fortune. Green adventuring is purported to help people win money or get money from unexpected sources and manifest their financial desires. Businesses keep it in their checkouts or cash boxes, while individuals can keep some in their wallets or purse. Other green stones are peridot. Due to its history of being used as jewelry by the Egyptian pharaohs, peridot gemstone can generate wealth exponentially. To get out of debt, try wearing some peridot. Malachite. Malachite has always been considered a stone for merchants due to its ability to attract wealth and success. It also helps to protect you from negative energy and misfortune. It also can help ward off chances of losing money. 
Tiger's Eye. Tiger's Eye is the Vedic remedy gem for K2 or the south node of the moon in Vedic astrology. If it is your karma to come into money in this lifetime, K2 and its gems, Tiger's Eye, will bring it to you. On the other hand, some Vedic astrologers call K2 a thief. So to prevent losses, use Tiger's Eye to hold on and attract more. Tiger's Eye has a powerful ability to make dreams and intentions come true. Keep a Tiger's Eye in your pocket to ground you and program it for wealth. Pyrite. Pyrite is also known as fool's gold. It's the ultimate stone for luck, prosperity, and abundance as it attracts coins and cash, summoning the law of attraction to bring you more and more. And carnelian, redstone, carnelian stones attract good luck, abundance, and prosperity. If you want to have more success in your money dealings and business ventures, having carnelian stones close to your body can attract good fortune to you. Carnelian is also a good stone to put in your prosperity corner, the far left-hand corner of your house or room, as are all of these stones. Welcome to the episode on crystal and gems and what you can do with them, the benefit, their history, and so much more. My guest for this special show is crystal specialist, holistic healer, and intuitive Kathy Burke. She's here today to share her knowledge and wisdom about crystals and their many uses. Kathy is a holistic healer, angel channel, soul coach, past life and crystal specialist, and the author of America Michael, Surrounded by Angels and My Soul's Embrace. She is the owner of Creative Energy Holistic at Angels of Light and the Crystal Angel Shop in Hanover, Mass. She's here today to talk about the many benefits of crystals and the many wonderful uses of crystals in your daily life. To contact Kathy Burke, you can go on her website, www.createthelifeyoulove.live, or email her at angels8888 at comcast.net, or call her at 781-871-1740. All this contact info will be in the show notes. It is my honor and privilege to welcome my colleague, Kathy Burke. Welcome, Kathy. Oh, thank you so much. We've known each other for so long. This is this is so nice to come on your show like this. Thank you. Right. We've been in the same healing community on the South Shore of Boston for many years. A lot of years. Many, many moons. Many moons. Many new moons and, and, and full moons. And, and you so had on. a wonderful center uh, for about 20 years up until COVID on the South Shore called the Angels of Light, where we hosted so many great gurus and teachers. And you had so many workshops bringing people in from all over. Yes, we did. And now I'm in my home and I have a nice space there. I have a, my living room's the Crystal Angel Shop. And then I have a healing room and I have a session room. So, and I do things in the backyard. So we moved Angels of Light uh, to Hanover in our home. Right, yeah. right. There's been a lot of accommodations and adjustments since 2020. And as healers, we've all just flowed with the energy and found new ways to give our gifts. That's right. And so one of the gifts that you give is your wisdom and knowledge of working with crystals many, many years before it was hip, before the internet came along. And 
Speaking of the history of you working with crystals, can you tell us a little bit about the historical references of the use of crystals? Well, the ancient Sumerians who uh, include crystals in their magical formulas, you know, uh, and the ancient Egyptians, they use lapis lazuli, turquoise, carnelian, emerald, and cl clear quartz in their in their jewelry. They even used it as makeup. They they used to grind up the crystals, oh, right. and they would put it on their face. They also carved amulets and all sorts of gems. And the ancient Egyptians used stones primarily for healing and health and protection. Uh, crystallite, uh, later known as both topaz and peridot was used to combat night terrors and um, anything to do with evil spirits. So they would be protecting. Yeah. They very much knew about the protective. Didn't they bury people, too, with crystals? Oh, yeah. So they, they when, did. when they find these mummies, they find all these crystals there, mm -hmm. too, in the, entombed with them. Yeah, they do. And then green stones, in general, were used to uh, for heart healing and, in general, for strengthening the body. And, um, you know, green was the color of, like, if you... You know, no, but Archangel Raphael, the healer green, his color is green. So a lot of the green stones, you can work with Archangel Raphael for healing with the green stones. Right. Predating, though, the Egyptians, do you think that crystals actually had their origin in ancient Atlantis? Oh, of course they did. And, you know, it's so funny. Uh, I'll just quick little story about crystals. I play crystal bowls, and I started playing them about 10 years ago. And when I started playing them, I'd never played them before. And I was up at the center at a meditation. I was playing them, and I saw this whole past life with myself in Atlantis. So I know that I was there. I'm sure you were there, Jill. Um, we were all there together. Right. And, yeah, they, they were big with crystals with everything in Atlantis. Right. Really big. And they, they had technologies that they misused, and thus the whole continent mm -hmm. sunk and yeah. went away. But well, well, they allowed uh, what they call the Belials in, which they thought they could save these you know, entities from other planets and stuff, and they let them in, and what happened was they took over. And so you know, Atlantis sunk like four different times from what, my, what I learned about Atlantis. But the ancient Greeks also contributed to um, the properties of crystals. Actually, the word crystal comes from the Greek word for ice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting, yeah. And then hematite comes from the word for blood because it's red uh, inside. Like when you cut cut it open, it's, it's all red. Oh, wow, yeah, and he hema means blood. Blood, yeah. yeah. And jade was highly uh, valued in ancient China, and some Chinese written characters represent jade beads. Uh, musical instruments, and jade is the color for luck, and it helps, supposedly helps the kidneys. Yeah, there's red jade and green jade. There's different, because there's blue jade, too, and black jade. Yeah, are they all prosperity stones? Because I know the green and the red are. The blue, um, I feel, is more for manifestation, and yet, which leads to prosperity. And the black, uh, the black is very grounding, black jade, so I think it's used more like a grounding Probably stone. Probably protection. like Protection, most. yep. Interesting. Yep. And jade was recognized as a healing stone? Yes. Money, healing, prosperity, uh, kidney. So if you have kidney issues and you wear jade, green jade, you'd want the green jade. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. What about New Zealand, where I used to live? What what was the significance? You lived in New Zealand? Yeah, I lived wow. in New Zealand back back in my youth. Wow, and cool. I remember we had these little green pendants called tikis that we would wear around our neck. And I know you know something about those. Well, they're, yeah, they wore jade pendants representing ancestor spirits, um, which they passed down from generations. And the green stones were considered lucky. So 
if you had green stones, you had a lot of luck. Or you were, luck was going to come your way. Yeah. Yeah. That's the simple terms. There's right. a lot more to jade. There's a lot more. Like I, if you have a book like the Crystal Bible, um, there's a lot, you know, you can look up in there too. Oh, yes. Tell, tell our listeners, what is the Crystal Bible? Um, so the Crystal Bible is, I think, every crystal you could ever imagine. And you can get, you know, you could get it on Amazon and you could get down to Barnes & Noble. But basically it has uh, every crystal in it, all its attributes, how you can use it, uh, where it comes from, all of that. Oh, and there's beautiful pictures. Yeah, there's beautiful pictures and um, all the different colored stones, um, every color you can imagine. Well, I'm wearing a citrine piece right now. What does it say about citrine? Well, citrine is, you know, abundance. Uh, citrine is all about abundance. So that's what I would say. But if I go to the book, there's yeah. citrine here. There's beautiful pictures. Beautiful of, pictures. Of citrine. Yeah. Attributes. Um, citrine is a powerful cleanser and regenerator carrying the power of the sun. Uh, it is also citrine energizes the aura, brings in protection, it cleanses the uh, third chakra. It's great for the third chakra. And it brings in uh, money and luck. Great. Yeah. Glad I got that going on by yeah. wearing citrine. <laughs> um, speaking of the origin of crystals, where do they come from? They come from the inner earth. Um, and also, though, they come from the ocean. So in the case of selenite, that beautiful white, Clear. you know, we love selenite. Right. Uh, crystals, uh, selenite crystals come from the ocean and they call it gypsum. And so with selenite, you don't wash selenite. Like you leave it, you can put it in a sunny window <clears throat> and recharge it, but you don't wash it because it could start to deteriorate. Right, right. But most of your crystals do come from places like the Himalayan mountain range in India, Mexico, Peru, um, some even Arkansas, you know, in the United States. Oh, it's States. a big, it's a big crystal yeah. mining place, huh? Yeah, and there's all other places too, but those are some of like the big places where crystals do come from. Interesting. Now, if somebody said, "Listen, I just, what are three essential crystals that I should have in my my crystal toolkit?" What would you suggest to them? Well, the first one would always be rose quartz because rose quartz brings in love and healing and heart healing, and it even connects us with loved ones and spirit. So you can take a rose quartz and hold it over your heart and think of your mother, father, sister, whatever, and it brings in a connection. And then amethyst, um, beautiful amethyst, healing energies for the physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Amethyst, like in the um, biomat, right. it, it enhances your immune system. You know, I never knew that until yeah. they started putting it in the biomat. For my listeners who don't know what the biomats are, there's now many different versions of this, but biomat was the first, the original far infrared light mm -hmm. mat that you lie on that also had tourmaline yep. and amethyst in it to enhance the healing. Now I know that higher dose has a mat and there's some others that you can get, but it's the far infrared, which is this amazing healing light that goes into your body and it can heal all kinds of things, mm -hmm. uh, enhanced by the gems of amethyst and tourmaline. The other thing about amethyst, I remember from back in the day when we used to use it in the eighties, it's one that activates the third eye because of it being purple and it would be a good one. I remember we used to put it on underneath the pillow yes. to have enhanced dreams. Yes, definitely. You so it's a that. really good third eye activator as well. Yeah, amethyst has, so I'm looking it up right now, it has so many properties. It's just, um, it's one of the best. And then of course selenite, to me, everybody should own selenite because it's ocean magic. I call it ocean magic. 
it clears, cleanses, purifies everything it touches. So you hold an intention. You hold it up to your physical body, and you have an intention, like say you had a headache, and you just say, selenite, please absorb the energy from this headache, and your headache will go away. It's amazing what it'll do. Well, the thing about selenite, too, is that it clears the other stones. So mm-hmm. if, like, you know, the citrine at the end of the day, after I wear it, I put it on a slab of selenite yes. so that it clears. Yes. Because, you know, we're wearing gems around our neck or connected to our body. And so what happens is they're protecting us, they're cleansing, they're clearing, but they're also picking up on energies and maybe holding energies to be cleared so we don't take them into our body. And that's why you would put them on a selenite. Mm -hmm. And then we work with malas when we chant with Sanskrit mantras and malas are the necklaces of beads 108 beads and we use them to count uh, go back and listen to some of my podcasts on mantras chanting mantras i talk about what a mala is but you can get them in many different gems as well but sometimes those malas take on energy and then they'll mm-hmm. just pop off your body because you've cleared and cleansed and been purified yeah. by your chance and by the gem and then you actually have to get rid of that mala because it took on some energy that needs to be released. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You can also use selenite to clear food, supplements. Take your bottle of water and put it on a little small round piece of selenite, like a slab, and it'll make your water sweet. Wow. And what I do is before I eat, so my food's on my plate and I have this big selenite slab on my table, and I sit it on there and I just say to the selenite, if there's any like negative energy or anything the food's picked up along the way, clear it out. So you can do it, use food or beverages or anything to uh, clear, clear it. Wild. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, jewelry, like you said, jewelry. My rings go on selenite slab every night or anything you want to energize. You know, um, sometimes I'll buy something at the store, even a piece of clothing, and I'll get it home and I'll think, I know this sounds a little strange, but so many people have tried it on, right? Right, So right. I feel energy. I don't want to feel everybody's energy. So I put it on a piece of selenite and I let it clear out. So selenite's great. Good idea. So these three crystals everyone should own are rose quartz, amethyst, and selenite. Yeah. Now, can you recommend any special crystals for healing and protection? Well, yes, of course. Amethyst is definitely healing and protection. Selenite can um, selenite clears. It, I guess it can protect too. Yeah, it could. It can protect. Uh, then I would also um, smoky quartz is great for clearing and protection. Um, there's so many of them. I just, they black stones are usually used. Black, yeah, hematite, uh, tourmaline, um, black tourmaline. Um, onyx. Onyx, yep. Yeah, there's, there's many, many, many stones for protection and clearing. Um, a lot of them do multitask. They, they multitask, right. you know. But um, selenite, I just think, is such a clearer. And speaking of clearing and cleansing, besides using selenite to clear crystals, what what else would you suggest to my listeners to clear and cleanse their crystals? Oh, well, you could use kyanite, which I absolutely love, blue kyanite. Uh, kyanite's great to put near your computer. Uh, so the EMFs and stuff that come out of the computer, that and smoky quartz, you'll be protected. Um, yeah, so kyanite's a real powerful one, too. Um, I, I just put my crystals, any of them, I just I think you program them. I feel like you can just program a crystal and say... You know, um, amethyst, smoky quartz, black, black tourmaline, uh, hematite, and there's so many different crystals. I mean, I could go on and on. 
Um, That's why you got to come visit me at the Crystal Angel shop. You can call me and and I'll make a special appointment for you and you can come by. And I'm sure you could do like a Zoom visitation too. I could. You could have a Zoom appointment where people can tune in and see what you have available at any given time at the Crystal shop. That's a good idea. What about speaking? You know, I know a lot of people, you know, who have been involved in healing know about putting crystals to get energized by the sun and the moonlight. Mm -hmm. So, Full moons are good oh, for clearing. Oh, full moons are excellent. Even new moons, because new moon, you're bringing in new energy. Right. So even a new moon would be good. Um, and then the sun might be good for energizing things like carnelian, citrine, some mm-hmm. of those gems that are more connected to the sun. Yes, definitely. Um, you can clear your crystals either by sunlight, moonlight. You can put them on a windowsill. Um, you can you can use, um, I'd put them in a sink full of, I'd put, I'd put, Spring water or, you know, filtered water. I wouldn't put, like, water that has, um, you know, chemicals in it. And maybe a pinch of salt, sea salt, like Himalayan sea salt, or maybe a pinch of even lemon will cleanse certain crystals. So you have to be careful. Just the raw crystals a little more. Um, you have to be careful what you put on them. But, like, polished crystals, you can put just about anything to cleanse, you know, in the water. Wow. Peppermint. Peppermint clears and energizes Frankincense. crystals. Frankincense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That was a crash course in crystals. My yeah. guest is Kathy Burke, crystal specialist. When we come back, she'll tell us more about crystals, how to set a crystal grid, and what are they good for, and much more. So stay tuned. Welcome back. My guest is Kathy Burke, crystal specialist. We're going to talk about crystal grids. Kathy, what is a crystal grid? Well, a crystal grid can be huge or it can be small. It doesn't really matter. A crystal grid is a a set of crystals that you put together for a specific purpose. Okay. So name a couple of purposes and I'll give you some examples. Well, let's say somebody, a client reaches out and they've just ended a relationship. It was acrimonious. They had to kick their mate out, whether it was a husband or boyfriend who they um, ended it not a great way and the energy of the of the mate is still in the house and they want to clear it. What would you suggest? Okay, well... The stones I would suggest, and then you know you can you can kind of put them in in a certain kind of an order so that they um, they line up with each other. But I would definitely use selenite for purification of the energy. Definitely. I, so if it was a square, let's say for example it's a, a small square grid, I would put the selenite on the four corners. In the very center of that grid, I'd put a big chunk of amethyst because amethyst is going to be protection. Uh, it's going to be clearing. It's going to be uh, Basically, protection and clearing and some strengthening and healing for the person that's still in the house. Okay. Okay? And then around, perhaps like in a circle, um, around the amethyst, I would I, I would put um, rose quartz because right. for the heart. For heart healing. Right. Heart healing. Then I would also put some, maybe some adventurine, green adventurine in there because now the person wants to venture out. They don't want to, they right. don't want to be stuck in that relationship anymore. Right. So they could do that. Uh, maybe throw some hema, pieces of hematite in around that just to, you know, keep everything protected and safe. 
Um, and then what I do is I take little silk. I know this sounds funny, but white rose is the highest vibrational flower. So I take little white silk roses and I put them in the four corners too. Because what about real roses? You could do re- real too. Better feng shui, yeah. Yeah, either way, it's gonna. It's the intention is to absorb the lower energy. Okay, that's great. But also the bed. Okay, I would definitely oh, yeah put it under the bed. I would put, well, you could take the whole grid itself. Yeah. Once you've made it up, and you could slide it under your bed. So you put it on like maybe some kind of pl- you put it on some kind of um, board or something. Yeah, like like, our- a, like a piece of wood or you know a big serving dish that's flat or something that you can you know. Um, I I take what I do is I print out grids. So I have different grids. You can go like on. Um, you can go on uh, uh, online, and you can just print out like crystal grid. Mandela. You Google crystal grid. Yeah, either crystal grid pictures of crystal grids, or you can uh, pictures of mandalas, and you can use a mandala as a crystal grid format. Right. Like, you could make like a like you said, like a geometrical shape, like yeah. a square, circle, or like a star formation. Right. With your grids, you could do stars. Yep. You can make it portable so that yep. you can move it to different places in the house or put it under the bed. Yep. That's a great idea. And then I would always put um, selenite in all four corners of the bed. So in each corner, and then I would put a piece of selenite under the bed too. Perhaps, well, if you had selenite grid, you wouldn't have to. But I'd put selenite in the four corners of the bed. To oh right to clear on the floor yeah, yeah that's yeah. great so you could do that all right yeah. so change scenario what about for a prosperity grid what would you put yeah. together yeah and, and what would be the um shape would you make okay so what i would do is i would go on like um you know all those free royalty free pictures you can uh yes i forget the name of the different places but you can go on and you can uh say okay i want a mandala that is for prosperity all right and it'll it'll show you and you can print it out and then you start in the middle. I always start in the middle, and I put some kind of a crystal in the middle. And again, I would go with amethyst because amethyst, oh, amethyst just brings in so much love and and beauty and and healing. So, and it and it magnifies things too. So I'd put a big amethyst in the middle. I'd put all, or perhaps a big citrine right, in the middle for prosperity. I definitely use citrine, amethyst, again rose quartz because you want to bring in love and self love. Um, I would use quartz, clear quartz, around the edges because clear quartz draws in. And amplifies. And amplifies. And then intention. I would write positive affirming statements or chants for uh, like Lakshmi chants. Right, for abundance. Write them out, put them in the grid. Um, Yeah, that's what I would do. So you could use citrine, you could use jade, you could use. um, Carnelian's a wealth stone too. Carnelian's good. and then if you want to transform something, you can use turquoise. So it's so exciting because there's so many, they're interchangeable too. There's so many crystals that will do similar things. Okay. And then the third example, let's say that somebody thinks the house is haunted, but yeah. not by a friendly spirit. Yeah. So you want to set up a grid to almost exercise the spirit without antagonizing. What would you suggest? Well, Smoky quartz comes to yeah, mind. Yeah, smoky quartz. But now you got to remember, you're talking about a whole house. So again, grid the corners with selenite. Okay. Every single corner every of every room, room. Every, every four corners yep. of every room. And hold the intention that this is going to purify the spirit. So that's a, kind of a simple way to do it. You'll have to probably. What about just, putting it on all the windowsills? Yeah, too. you could do windowsills. You could do four corners. You could do. Um, so, so if you want to do it simple. Yeah. I would take in each room, I would have a big chunk of amethyst again. Archangel Michael 
works with the amethyst, angel of protection. Big chunk of amethyst, perhaps in the center of the room or somewhere uh, under a chair or, you know, somewhere where you can't see it necessarily because sometimes the animals will, you know, if you have an animal, they might try to chew on it or whatever. And then with the uh, selenite in the four corners and then hold the intention that, you know, I always say in, in the light of Jesus or in the light of goodness, you're not welcome here, so get out. What, and if yeah. you can get some holy water, you douse that in holy the, water, the, chanting, crystal bowl. Right. You know, when we go in and do a, I do house blessings. You know, we bring in the whole brigade, but we always bring crystals to, um, to help clearing sprays. Um, right. And then to sell a house, which is what I've helped with. I have done that selenite yeah. everywhere. Yeah. A lot of citrine in all the corners. Oh, citrine definitely. Carnelian. Yeah. And then the rose quartz for love. Yep. So I've gridded all the rooms with those for people, and they've sold the houses like cool pronto. You can do some out front too, like in the front yard, right. like right near the front door, right? Because it draws people in. So you could put some clear quartz. In the front, you could put uh, in any of those stones you mentioned, too, in the front. Right. So there's very many potentials of working with crystals for practical concerns. Yes. It's good to know. We just touched the surface. We just tip of the crystal iceberg here <laughs> on this show. And as a gift to our listeners, you're going to pull a card from, what is the name of this deck? This is called the Archangels and Gemstone Guardian Cards. And so there's an archangel with a, with a stone and a special message. The Archangels and Gemstone Guardian Cards yeah. by Margaret and Lembo. You can get those on Amazon. Yeah, you can get those on Amazon. Okay, so this is for everybody listening. And again, if you want to work with crystals, um, you, know, come, you could come to see me at the Crystal Angel Shop. You could call me. I... My daughter and I both teach one-on-one -on -one crystal classes. So, you know, just keep so, that in mind. So reach Kathy through her website, www.createthelifeyoulove.live, or contact her at her email, which is angels8888 at comcast.net. What's our message? Okay, so the angel that comes is Archangel Raphael. But before I read the message from Raphael, I want to read the card in green tourmaline. Remember I green, said before, healing. green, he's into healing and he's into the green. So it says, so this is for everybody out there, including us here, okay? Do you believe in unlimited supply in all areas of your life? Are you attracting loyal friends and colleagues? It's time to recognize that there is an unlimited supply, a myriad of opportunities an unlimited potential available to you. Decide what types of people you want in your life and know that you have the ability to attract them. And then Raphael says, this is like a positive statement. I am healthy, whole, and complete. My body naturally regenerates and heals. My actions are heart-centered. I allow love into my life. I easily manifest my ideas, and I always attract love, luck, Wealth and success. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Kathy Burke, Crystal Specialist. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode featuring my guest, Crystal Specialist Kathy Burke. Remember to download, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star review. 
This is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine signing out, sending you crystal mystic visions through the quantum field. Bye.